You had me at crop circles, right? And then you lost me at reptilians. And thank you once again for joining me for another episode of the Launchpad Podcast. And I'm really excited to be talking with this gentleman. It's Anthony from Canadian Awareness. We are going to be talking about crop circles. We're also going to discuss geoengineering and chemtrails and lord knows whatever else we might even get into lizard people anthony thank you so much for being on the show how you doing today wonderful wonderful thanks for having me big big regards salutations from the niagara region of ontario and canada well that is a lovely shirt that you have going on there and i believe everything you say based on just that massive bookshelf that you have behind you Uh, no, this is just here in the, in the living room, the top most important books. I have a lot of people that come over, we shoot, there's different videos, but I've got about 900,000 books or so that I've been collecting pretty much forever. I'm a, I'm a book guy, right? So as maybe adventurous, I'd like to say that I am or free spirited, but books is knowledge and that's the only way to grow mentally and spiritually and so forth. So yes, thank you. Okay. So getting into the field that you're in right now, what was that one book that really made your brain explode that made you want to explore these fields even deeper? Well, I wouldn't say there's been one book, I would say it's been a collection of several different books. You know, if we look at authors within the spiritual community, if we look at authors within the ufology community, if we look at authors in relation to ancient civilizations, the, the, the books originally that got me started, that got me to read deeper and deeper, and deeper would be the true world's top experts in ancient civilizations and pyramids. So brave and prestigious, courageous Courageous men such as the Eric Von Dinken and Graham Hancock, Dr. Semer Osmanagic, of course, Robert Shocks. I mean, Eric Von Dinken has sold 63 million books in relation to 14 books he sold. So you're, talk, you're talking about brilliant minds. The, the unique thing with these men, with these brave authors, is that they got all of their ideas in the astral, in the dream state. That's mm-hmm. not a coincidence. 70% of the Nobel Prize winners for invention got their ideas in the astral. Nikola Tesla admitted that as well. So it always attracted me to research the ancient civilizations because I think it's crystal clear. It's crystal clear. It's obvious. Even the birds in the sky and the insects on the floor know this, that community is not 4,000 or 5,000 years old. Mm. We have temples. We have sites under the sea. We have pyramids that are 20, 30, 40,000 years old. I mean, Gobekli Tepe in, 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 in Turkey, 14,000 years old. How can that be if we're 5,000 years old? So that's what got me started into ancient civilizations. But once I realized that ancient civilizations all have to do with off-planet races that were here before, that's eventually when I started to research off-planet races and the involvement of different races from different planets and solar systems and galaxies, of course, mainly galactic studies, as I would say, which would include extraterrestrial studies, of course. Okay, so we'll get into that. Now, Egyptology, so ancient Egypt, you know, the, the pyramids, Sphinx, hieroglyphics and there seems to be a lot of evidence that ufos are again (laughs) just bear with me in my ignorance here with no no of course with the analogies and and uh and the subject matter um but in regards to there kind of being evidence that we have had extra planetary visitors and maybe they had something to do with the pyramids things of that nature? Am I way off? Or maybe you could just kind of give me a little bit of a background on that. Complex question, which would require more of a complex answer. So allow me a few minutes to explain what you said. You're absolutely right. You're on the right path of asking the questions, perhaps eliminating certain words that general society or television or radio stations tell you to use. Now, what would that word be? Like, what would a word be? Like, what am I saying right now? That just The word UFO. Okay. And what would you you, say? But I would say off-planet races that were present and always living on Earth. Right. Okay. Right. Also, UFO, unidentified flying object. No, let me tell you, they're all identified. Government just doesn't tell you that. Okay. Uh, There's 2 million UFO sightings annually. All right. If one is real, just one. Right. I've always said that. Right. Just one. Okay. Okay. I'm sure a lot of them are just orbs, Mm -hmm. light, sun rays, and so forth. So to go back to your original question, so that we can stick to the main point, the juice Mm -hmm. of your question UFOs never created any pyramids. UFOs would be identified as your own car going on a highway trying to get to work or a grocery store. We use vehicles and we use primitive gasoline and diesel. They don't use that. They have seamless crafts. And I'm going to explain what seamless is. Seamless means it can be a craft size of a city. It's got no parts to it. Mm-hmm. Seamless, no rivets, no windows, nothing. Because their crafts are created by consciousness. Their crafts are created by thought. They're mass produced. They use crystals often. They use different things. So the crafts never created anything. 
going back to the question who created the Giza pyramid would be a very similar question to if you said, well, how many pyramids are out there on a the planet? How many did we discover? What countries are there in? Who created them all? That's a pretty good damn question. Mm-hmm. And it all has to do with one builder. It all has to do with one line on earth. So as we look at the planet earth, we look at our own global map. If you want to call it, we have latitude lines. They're referred to as latitude lines. If we look at latitude 30, three, zero, big number. Why? Because every major pyramid is created on a latitude 30. If you unreal to that, you open it up, you unwarp the map of the, of the earth, whether you believe in the, that map or not. We look at Petra Jordan. We look at Iran. We look at Iraq. We look at China. We look at Giza, of course, Egypt, all the way to Eastern islands where the heads are buried in the sound, in the ground, all the way down to Peru. All of these pyramids have been built by the same builder. They've been built by the you know, very same line. So UFOs didn't create them. It's group of entities, group of beings that were referred to back then as gods. It's just that the Vatican and the religion took out the word S and made a God mm. to, inf- to install that fear in you that God's going to judge you based on what you do. You know, with 15,100 religions registered in the world today, all fighting that their God is real, Maybe religions are lying, you think? Man-made yeah. religions, right? So the, the gods were present at the time in Egypt. And they're the ones that created the original pillars, which I, which I can get into, of course, and give you the specific names of who created it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's some pretty in-depth stuff. Okay, so I, I wanted to touch on that just a little bit. We can probably circle around and get back to that even deeper. The one thing that I really <laughs> wanted to have a conversation with you about would be the things that are a little bit more tangible and the things that everybody can see. And I've talked about things that I see in the sky that look a little bit different than before, like Mm. the clouds, clouds, like these hazy clouds that I never remember as a child. I don't even remember them. I think 20 years ago, Uh, but you say chemtrails and people think you're bananas yet. There's this geoengineering that you can read tons about, like whether it be in mainstream news, it's not that hard to find. It's kind of one of those things that's just right underneath our nose. What's going on right now with these chemtrails? So these are obviously real, the chemtrails. And then what's the difference between those and the geoengineering, or are they one and the same? Yeah, chemtrails really is, uh, is geoengineering. I'm going to take a minute back, just take the two seconds back to mention something. I don't think that people think that myself are bananas. I mean, you can't really tell me I'm a bananas. I don't, I don't do drugs. I don't smoke. I'm a pretty sane individual, highly educated business guy. I read for a living, really. So I'll debate anyone live that I'm a conspiracy theorist or if I'm a fact provider. Mm. All of the smart people out there that already have explained geoengineering or the history of the pyramids, like I said, hundreds of brilliant authors, are they all crazy? There's a tremendous amount of information that's out there. People are just not willing to learn. And chemtrails is one of them. You look up in the sky. I'm in my early 40s. I'm not sure how old you are, but did you remember all these white lines in the sky growing up? Absolutely not. There's a difference between clear sky and a heavily condensed sky that it looks like a like a spilled dirty water somewhere which is what we see today geoengineering really is not some secret agenda a simple search even on the google engines and the search engines that are available you'll be able to see that geoengineering is very real governments are investing heavily in it monsanto is investing heavily in it bill gates is investing heavily in it cia has already admitted that they're doing it all the time it's just that they're wording a little differently the proper terminology that they're using it's called weather modification Another terminology is called cloud seeding. Now, we know what a seed is. And when seed grows, what happens, right? Something grows. Well, they're literally creating the clouds. They're playing the role of God mm-hmm. without being God. So geoengineering is very real. Chemtrail is just one portion of it. So what's a chemtrail? What's a contrail? If you ask this question to a 30-year-old not a 30-year-old, a a retired mechanic that worked at an airport that spent 30 years fixing planes, he's obviously going to be only exposed to fixing that plane or some planes within the airport. They don't have access to military unmarked planes. They don't have access to commercial planes that the chemtrails are uh, being sprayed out of through very specialized created conduit and holes on the back of the planes. Now, chemtrails, contrails, clearly two different things, even though they sound the same. Mm-hmm. Contrail, we see it every single day. You see a tiny little plane or a big plane or any kind of plane, it flies over your head, and you see this little trail that's probably, I would say, no more than a kilometer long, not even, and it disappears right away. Right. It's gone. That's mm-hmm. a proper con trail. So, C O N trail. They're standard, they're safe, they're normal, they're very short, and they're really visible because they're quite wide, right? They, they, they expand for a minute, but they disappear right away. 
because the condensation freezes. Let's put that aside. Chemtrail. Chemtrail obviously is not a contrail. I mean, that's not a secret anymore. The reason people say that is because they don't understand the difference. So the chemtrails themselves, once they're sprayed out of, you know, specially created conduits out of the planes. And I've been on the plane, airport of Buffalo. Mm -hmm. I've been on one of the chemtrails. Hence, I've done the video on chemtrails. I've actually done two videos on chemtrails, one in 2021 now and one in 2018. And what ends up happening is that the combination of different toxic gases, so barium, strontium, aluminum, and others, when they're combined together and they're sprayed out of the plane, the chemtrails themselves stay Mm -hmm. and then they expand and then they expand more and then they expand more. But remember, they stay thick. And always with the camera trail, if you look at it sideways, you're going to be able to see drips. Corner trails do not drip. They disappear. Chem trails okay. drip. There's always a drip. And what they do, they block out the sun. They block out the sky. And they create an artificial cloud. And in my videos, we have authentic video footages of chem trail. They do not disappear. They okay. only expand. I'm going to make sure that the links are in the description so people can see this for themselves and find out more. And if you haven't subscribed just yet and you're liking this info, please do. And I really want to go a little bit deeper with that because I noticed like a lot of the big sporting events and things like that, more and more of them are being held outdoors. And you'd think like, man, there's always a chance of rain, stuff like that. At these big events, it never seems to rain. Is this something that is sold out commercially right now? Or is this something that's still kind of like in an experimental phase to where only the government is using it for their purposes? My friend, chemtrails and geoengineering go back to World War II. In fact, they go back to even Vietnam War. You know, in the Vietnam War, there was an operation called Operation Popeye. Popeye. Mm -hmm. And what the United States have done, they flood out the Vietnamese army by creating an artificial cloud artificial snow artificial rainstorm texas what happened last year with the snow completely artificial typhoons and tornadoes and things of that set completely artificial remember these things are traded they're trade there you can literally buy a segment of these chemtrail programs in order for your fields large fields to be rained on in the middle of like a summer so this isn't a coincidence. None of these chemtrails, these gases, really. Um, <laughs> there are a lot of different conspiracies. They say they, they don't. They come out of engines. First and foremost, look at the engines when it comes to the planes. They don't come out of turbojet, turboprop, or turbofan. Three engines. They don't come out of that. Who makes the planes engines? We have GE, General Electric. You got Pratt and Whitney, and you got Rolls Royce. None of them come out of these engines. These are tanks that are installed inside of the plane. So yes, of course, what ends up happening in special events, and this was already admitted in the Chinese uh, Summer Olympics. Google it. Summer Olympics, they created a clear day to do the grand opening of the Olympics. So they do this all the time. Okay, so now, (laughs) wow. (laughs) So we, we know that they can do that. This is something that goes back decades. So in regards to Bill Gates right now, and you know that he's involved, as you had just mentioned, and apparently he's bought up like loads of farmland. In fact, I, I believe he owns the most farmland. Is that privately or publicly? And is that anything tied into what's going on right now with this geoengineering, like in regards well, to wanting to be doing some agriculture or farming moving forward? Not really. I mean, th- this is a guy that's not a doctor, but he's the one looked at is the most doc- prestigious doctor on the planet for a reason why. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's a lot of different sites to Bill Gates, of course. He's not the one that's clicking on the mouse on his computer saying, hey, I need you to spray the skies. He doesn't give a shit. He's got a vaccination agenda to do, which he's been doing, of course, for a very long time. He's buying a lot of different farmland to starve out the regular farmers because of the shortages in supplies that will be coming. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill Gates is it's certainly, to your point, a very, very huge investor of geoengineering. Yes, of course. And he's also, also it's very important to mention, he's one of the main founders of that uh, heritage seed bank that oh. is in, in the Arctic, one of the main founders. So why is he doing all of that? Because there's a lot of different agendas. This is the guy that publicly stood on stage and says that he believes in de- depopulation. Right. Um, I mean, these psychopaths are really playing the role of God. All the respect, of course, to whoever thinks that he's an angel. He's got nothing to do with being an angel or love and light or the savior of the humanity. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't need a savior. We're pretty good. Mm-hmm. But Monsanto is a very large player also um, in this whole geoengineering. And ironically, Monsanto also owns aluminum resistant farming seeds aluminum resistant think Mm -hmm. about that Mm -hmm. who's that going to harm regular farmers so they are buying a lot of these things these lands just to starve out eventually genuine corporations that want to buy farm and grow i don't know vegetables 
Right. They want to do crops. They want to do this. They're making everything synthetic. They're making salmon synthetic. Yes. Salmon, fish, salmon. Yeah, Hello. that's crazy. Absolutely so insane. This is something that could be used for good, obviously. And is it being used for good in, in any particular way? Or is this something that has just kind of been no. a tool that has been hijacked and they're just going to use it for their own nefarious causes, in your opinion? Well, yeah, absolutely. I think you're right. They're, they're using them for malevolent reasons. You know, a lot of things are being hijacked. This is not just one. The whole spiritual community has been hijacked with a lot of different things. But the ufology community has been hijacked. This community has been hijacked. I mean, the United States, as far as what I know, has over 150 patents that has to do with geoengineering just mm. in the United States. Right. Look at the HARP agency, H-A-A-R-P. Why were they created in 1993 to manipulate uh, our atmosphere why are they using microwave technology to zap the cloud area and then the cloud area would pretty much uh, div- not divide but it will it will it will appear from a human perspective that they're divided they're almost like a little microwave effect they look like a bunch of sausages placed together so sometimes you look at these clouds they're not a cloud it's almost like there's a hundred broken pieces to it so all of these corporations all of these sources all of these businesses all of these psychopaths really just do what they want to do for the profit for the money 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 they'll sell their own mother for money mm-hmm. and so what does that mean to our health i mean this doesn't Horrible. sound like this oh is my healthy. god yeah of course. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i understand your question is completely genuine but yeah. i mean if, you, if 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 any doctor ever listens to your podcast whether he believes in chemtrails or not uh, you know our gas is good for our respiratory systems, for um, functionality of our organs, our brain, our nervous system. It really alters your DNA. It doesn't mm. severe your DNA. No, it alters your DNA. It toxifies your own pineal gland. And it's critically important for anyone that is in a spiritual community to really do two things, decalcify and detoxify their pineal gland in order for the pineal gland to work, which is in the geometric center of our brain. So very important. But we're also seeing mass, mass, mass rises in asthma, Alzheimer's, respiratory diseases, sore throats, flus, colds, chronic fatigues. You got candida. You got immune system, immune sets in your stomach. So immune system related issues, sleeping pattern issues, ALS, ADD. Why is the autism rate jumped crazy through the roof in the last 30, 40 years? Mm. Is wow. it the water we're drinking? I understand there's fluoride in the water, but what right. else is going on? What okay. are we breathing in? Right, the air. Yeah, it's wild. All right, so um, I don't want to depress myself any further with that. <laughs> so <laughs> people can do what they want with that information. No, they can. Uh, they just got to do a little research. And it's not just that it affects us humans. It also affects our nature. You know, it affects our nature. It affects our ozone layer. It, it, it really just really destroys everything. Because once it dissolves down and falls, it falls on your pets. It falls on your gardens. It falls in the rivers mm-hmm. and creeks and, and trees and flowers. And we're breeding it in. Your, your grass is breathing it in, and you already know basic 101 spirituality. Tree is life. Tree is energy. Mm-hmm. Rivers are energy. This yes. is what gives us beautiful energy. This is what gives us air. This is what gives us oxygen. So all these things are being poisoned in a very slow increments. Mm-hmm. That's why you're not dropping dead if you go for a run in the park, but mm-hmm. in a slow increments. I mean, these things really create blockages to our rainfall. It alters the jet stream. I mean, this is horrible. So unfortunately at least what people can do is not be ignorant enough but look at the difference between a contrail and a chemtrail real cloud fake cloud don't be ignorant be respectful enough to recognize the two yeah it doesn't hurt to do some research it's something that affects us all yeah absolutely okay so here's something that might not affect us all but maybe it does on a larger scale that you might be aware of crop circles and this is something (laughs) i've been fascinated with for years And it's one of those things, and it's really unfortunate, is that there has obviously been, well, to to my knowledge, some legitimate crop circles, or we'll say at the very least, uh, when the research has been done, or electromagnetic, I think, tests that they do, things of that nature, that they're unexplained. But there are people that go out there and try to hoax these things, right? And they get caught, and then it just kind of, it just lets all the steam out of the bag in regards to any traction that these things may get. So crop circles, from what I believe, they're created by um, out of this world craft. I'm getting better with my language, I think. And then these are messages that are being left behind for humanity. Yep. Yep. Absolutely correct. Maybe you should do, maybe you should be answering this question. I nailed it. Let okay, me know you. <laughs> I don't have all Let the me books interview in the background. You. <laughs> yeah, well, ask me a question. We'll see what I do. 
<laughs> well, you know, I haven't really spent my entire life reading, you know, studying crop circles. There's tremendous people out there, uh, tremendous amount of people out there. Really, they have spent much, much, many more years. You know, there's a musician named Michael Lee. Um, forgot his name. He's on my Facebook. There's uh, Nick Pope, of course. There's Barbara Lamb. I mean, for those that know Barbara Lamb, Barbara Lamb is one of the world's like top. She's the great, the, the greatest regressionist, past life regressionist that exists. She was taken on a craft by two Zeta Reticuli extraterrestrials, which we would refer to as Grace. And they showed her how the um, crop circle patterns are really made. You know, to understand, to understand crop circles, I'd like to edit that word. I don't want to call it crop circle. There's nothing circular about it because mm-hmm. there's different shapes and patterns to them. We got to look at crop circles to understand crop circles. We got to look at crop circles as what pattern is it? Mm-hmm. Every pattern of a crop circle appears in which dimension? It appears to be 2D. We'll look at just from the top, you're looking at a bunch of lines and whatnot. And most of the time, people don't understand what it is. Mm-hmm. I ask you to extend that 2D up to a 3D, create it into a 3D, picture mm-hmm. it in your head, create it into a 3D. And then look around it. Then you're going to see the pattern itself. Then you're going to see the actual design itself. I mean, these crop circles or crop circle uh, patterns really go back to the 20s and 30s as humanity know it, as we know it. They are done on banana leaves uh, uh, farms. They've done on canola, uh, canola farmer areas. So they, they go back really a tremendous amount, tremendous amount of years. People don't understand crop circles. Because most of the time, when you turn on the TV, nothing's talked about crop circles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nothing is discussed. The m- multiple people that have tried to fake them got arrested. You're absolutely right. Tremendous amount of arrests have happened because people are faking them. Uh, tremendous amount of fake tourist sites are also created across the UK. And UK's got the most amount of crop circles. I'm going to tell you why. And the reason why these tourists go there, they want to feel the crop circle. Let me tell you, I've been into one, the real one. When you stand into a crop circle, first and foremost, what happens? Your cell phone battery dies. Okay. Drains, drains your battery. Camcorder, all the stuff. It's completely gone. The most unique thing about authentic crop circle is this. So if someone tells you that they brought a piece of two by four or plywood or a skateboard and they've used it to step on it, to press down against the plant, to break the plant in order to create this pattern, okay, that's all fake. And there's definitely a lot of the fake ones. Real authentic crop circles. And remember, the research is out there. Um, they've never been broken. The branches have never been broken. They have been heated at the bend area, at the 90 right. degree bend area. The most unique thing is when they are heated, what happens? It expands. So the bend, and I'll use the word elbow, if I may, for this conversation. So the elbow itself is, uh, has multiple new elbows attached to it. Almost looks like a, like a tumor, multiple tumors. Mm-hmm. The reason why is because tremendous amount of electromagnetic frequencies that are applied from the above and the water steam of water that's used from underneath the ground when combined together it bends the plant but it grows new lbs on it so authentic crop circles will never have any broken branches dead insects dead animals that hide within the crops Mm -hmm. they only are bent and the roots themselves if i ask you what's a root of a tree you're going to probably say well it goes downwards right because it grows into the ground roots don't grow downwards anymore they grow sideways. The electromagnetic frequencies have completely changed the wow. way the roots grow. Sheesh. And what are they trying to tell us? What's well, the point of these crop signs? These are really friendly way of, of, of communication. You know, if, if, if you believe in telepathy and all humans are telepathic, well, boy, babies are born telepathic. It's just that English dumbs babies down. English dumbs down the children, but every human is telepathic. Unfortunately, we don't use telepathy, of course. You know, we call each other up on a phone, but telepathy humans use anywhere between 7 to 10%. Right. So they're trying to give you hidden intelligence. They're trying to give you physics and math and innovation and messages within all of these things. These patterns are really, mm-hmm. I would say, the key to involvement. And all these patterns cover different things. There's been patterns that have covered mechanical routers. I'm not a router specialist, but I understand what they were trying to do. Magnetic fields, you have fusion reactors. Some have actually shown uh, warnings to humans how to prevent catastrophes and floods, including pandemics. Right. Oh, that's wild. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if you look at advanced rotor design, I mean, who can come up with that? And, you know, the the, uh, geniuses of our planet, but they're giving Mm -hmm. us advanced, advanced layers, advanced layers, which the government doesn't really tell you. So this, this innovation for uh, futuristic technology, for aviation, for transportation, for military, of course, these crop circuits is exactly what they give you. They give you this design. They give you within the design. Right. Now, 
what brought them here? Is it true, like the narrative that we're told? Because now governments are coming out and saying that we've made contact. Like Bob Lazar now is not a crazy nut. You know, everyone knows right. that, you know, these UFOs, these, you know, extraterrestrial yeah. craft, which we're assuming having beings have been here. Was it actually the testing of the nuclear bomb that got their attention or they've been coming here way, way before that? And for what reasons? Earth is not ours. Okay. Moon is not ours. Moon was never ours. Earth was never ours. Moon is a satellite. It's not, it's a hollow in nature. I've done multiple videos that so were brilliant authors on the, pl- everyone knows that. Every extraterrestrial race knows that. Every contactee knows that. Every channeler knows that. Moon will never rotate because you'll never see the holographic front layer, what they're hiding on the backside of the moon. Um, as far as have we been alone? Yeah, of course, we've never been alone. We're, we're, we're just a hybrid race. Mm-hmm. Your DNA within you right now is the same DNA as my DNA. And that DNA is multidimensional DNA. We have 20 to 25, even in some cases, 30 portions of the DNA. You've got races that they contribute to create humanity are from Arcturus, Pleiades, Andromeda, Alpha Draconis. Okay, hold on. I can go on, right? One second. So we're talking about from like parallel universes, multiverses, or all this one existence happening at the same time? Not quite, but... Okay, it'd be, so it'd be like saying an extra ter- extraterrestrial ship and an interdimensional extraterrestrial is like he's a body like you and I, right? Physical, he okay. bleeds just like you do. Okay, they may not eat as much as we do or sleep, but they bleed. You have an interdimensional ship that doesn't even need to travel here, they're interdimensional, they just show up here. But, but not to confuse you or anyone, extraterrestrials are extremely real. There's a tremendous amount of races that are involved on Earth that have been involved on Earth, and almost every religion talks about them. It's just that it's changed differently. Mm-hmm. Who talked to Prophet Muhammad when he had a vision, Islamic Prophet Muhammad? Mm-hmm. Who talked to Mary to tell her she's going to be pregnant, even if you believe the Jesus story, whose real name is Joshua bin Joseph? He was never crucified. He married Mary, had four kids, moved on. So there's... Yeah. A lot of the information within the religions, we can see the existence of extraterrestrials. Why was the book of Enoch removed out of the Bible? Why was the book of Mary removed out of the Bible? What did Enoch know? Who created the pyramids? We can go back to that topic. Oh but yeah, no, extraterrestrials are involved. They've always been really involved. It's just that they have several different aspects why they don't interfere. First okay. and foremost, we have free will. We humans. Right. I can go have Coca-Cola now. I can have an orange juice. I can date a black girl. I can date a white girl. I can drive a Cadillac or I can maybe just have a BMX bicycle. It's up to me to do what I want to do in my own incarnation. No one's coming to save me. It's my incarnation. So they don't interfere. That's number okay. one. Right. The whole abduction thing, people get propaganda nonsense by fear-mongering individuals. Now, what about not... people that say that this has happened, like they've lost their livelihoods because they swear that they've been abducted by an alien? What about those people? Yeah, that would be, that would be incorrect. In order for individuals to even understand how abductions work, I can bring you up to speed in a few minutes, but you know, I'm summarizing down, summarizing down, you know, 15 years, 10 years worth of experiences and knowledge, and I would just say astral experiences also, in order for me to answer a certain question. We need to have a little bit more shows, you and I, but uh, abductions do not occur the way they do. The reason why okay. abductions were occurring in the first place, there was an extraterrestrial race, we, human perspective, we call them grays, primitive term. I've heard. It's a racist term, really. It'd be like calling us, I don't know, it'd be like, it'd be like calling a black person with the N-word. Right. You can't use that word to a race that has 80 billion people. 80 billion beings. They find it very offensive. They don't like the word grace. But Zeta reticuli, they're called Zetas, little short guys, big black eyes. Okay. Black eyes are not their eyes, they're just goggles. They're sensitive to light. They're dead, realized like you and I do. They've abducted a lot of humans in the past. You're absolutely right. Yes, of course. Why? Okay. Because they were dying on their planet. So they needed to preserve their own race. So they took men's sperm and women's eggs in order to create a hibernization program, which still occurs till today. There's seven races right now today within the hibernization program. Oh, Sasani man. are one. <laughs> Yael's are another, Playel's are another. Yeah, you're going to have me jump off the deep end now, dude. I'm just going to go with it, okay? So I didn't talk about this with David Icke, uh, but, you know, he he does discuss, you know, the the lizard people. Um, Now, (laughs) I I was looking at your your Instagram, and I'm not going to lie. Like, there are some things that I'm incredibly open-minded about i'd like to think that i'm open-minded about everything but of course there's some things that are a little bit harder for me to digest so i can say just off the top of my head like anthony okay there's a lizard race and they're called the whites which i i saw and and they have like these beet red eyes 
And I'm saying, okay, but then, like, I mean, if, if someone were just to come to me, if one of my friends were to come to me today and just say, Jason, I had this bizarre experience and this white lizard came to, I'd be like, dude, well, what, the, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, right. and I mean, this is your life and, and, you know, and you confidently speak on these things. And like you say, there, there's many, many different references to them. So what, what's going on with these lizard people? I, I hear so many free thinkers talk about them. Why are they here? What are they about? Like, just have at her. Yeah, so first and foremost, back to Dyke, brilliant author. I've got seven of his books uh, in, my, in my other room, behind this room. Um, great, great guy. Talk to him. He's got a tremendous amount of information. And he's, he's a contactee himself, meaning he's been contacted by an extraterrestrial race. Mm-hmm. Speaks the truth. Hot, hot, hats off to him. He's put a lot of, he's put a lot of years there, just, just like Dr. Steve Greer, no, David Wilcock, and all the different things. James Gilliland, Peter Maxwell Slattery, Dolores Cannon, Barbara Lamb, Dr. Bruce Goldberg. So, so many different people. Um, in relation to lizard, I think, again, I have to go back, and that's a primitive word. Sorry. Not, not you. No, no, no. Okay. I'm, I'm trying not to be a the dick. terminology. Okay. The moment you say lizard people, right, right away, you're discrediting the truth. Fair. The moment you say it. Right. And playing into that conspiracy realm. Absolutely. Where it, it discredits. Okay. So what, what was the David's term? referring to is reptilians. First and foremost, yes. let me give you a piece of information, whether David likes it or not. Uh, David has had contact, negative contact with reptilians. Mm-hmm. And honestly, created him trauma. And that's it. He's never going to speak positively about them. Reptilians have been around forever. Reptilians. That is correct. Yes, of course. They are not some conspiracy. I mean, you know, if a person is still watching CNN and they're, they're arguing pro-Trump <laughs> versus anti-Trump, pro-Hillary, yeah. anti-Hillary, Biden, about, guys, stop the madness. You're stuck in a third density matrix. Absolutely. You'll never and explain understand. that. What's a third density matrix? Third density matrix. So you and I live in you're not living in the third dimension. I'm looking at my window. There's a tree next to my house. And that's a third. Okay. That's a tree within third dimension. Okay. Your dog is a third dimensional dog. Mm-hmm. If you were to be able to shift your focus, close your eyes and shift your energy, shift your vibration and frequency into fourth density on third dimension, meaning within our dimension, there's different densities. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you were to shift that, you'd be able to see different entities, Okay. different realms, not some ghosts. Ghosts are completely different. Those are souls that are refusing to pass and cross over. We're talking about real energies, real okay. entities, sometimes okay. silhouettes, sometimes races. Reptilians live on earth in a fourth density. That's why you never see them. Bigfoot, okay. Sasquatch, Satasquite race, real Satasquite race originates from planet Electra. Taurus constellation. They used to live on Earth in the Lemuria. They live right now in the fourth density. Okay. I've done a video on that also. In relation to reptilians, there's a tremendous amount of reptilian races. Right. Are they all evil and negative? That's propaganda. It's insulting. Of course, with every race, just like with every human, there's an evil human, there's a good human, there's a neutral human. There's a, a fucking psychopath human, like to murder mm-hmm. someone in the most cold-blooded way. Well, is he the same way as you? If an mm-hmm. extraterrestrial says, oh, I talked to that human, Jason. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not really fair that we're putting you in the same category. Right. So yeah, there's a lot of different reptilians that are present on Earth in different density, of course, but all of them that have off-planet influences. Some that control artificial intelligence. Some that are associated with planet Saturn. Why does every major religion on the planet today worship planet Saturn? The black cube. Why is that? Mm. We need to understand that. Right. Why does the almost name of every angel ends with the word E-L? <clears throat> So we can get into the historic aspect of how malevolent things have changed our history. Okay. Now I'm going to just take a shot in the dark here. And this is just my pop culture brain working. Okay. Is... Ask away, but I still have to make a comment if you don't mind. about. Oh the yeah, please reptilian. go ahead. No, please finish. The, the red eye reptilian you're referring to on my, my personal Instagram is an artist that I designed to design a reptilian that I'm in contact with. The race is Theta Thauri, very powerful fifth density race. There are other white-skinned reptilians that belong in what's called an Alpha Draconian Empire, the Royal Whites. Alpha Draconis is one of the largest empires that we have here within our area. So the, my reptilian contact is not part of the Alpha Draconian Empire. I just want to make that, to make that clear. Two completely okay. different races. Powerful, right. dominant both, but just different mindsets. 
Okay. Remind me to go back to Gene Roddenberry because now I have something else I want to ask <laughs> is in regards to the shape shifting. And we had spoken about this before we started recording, but it's not so much that they're physically changing opposed to just seeing them through different filters. So the 3d to the 40, it's not that they're changing physically. I'm just observing something that I'm not able to see with the lens that I have right now as a 3d being. So there's two aspects to that. The okay. David, David Icke's statement and everyone's statement from actors to singers that have witnessed shapeshifters, they're absolutely real. Presidents, United States presidents, there are some, some that mm. have been. They are not human. They've never been human. They've never right. been human. Artificial intelligence is an expert in this particular aspect. Holographic technology is used all the time. CGI is used all the time. September 11th is a good example of that. So shape-shifting is something that is where humans use that terminology. Mm-hmm. But that is a real type of technology that they use. It's not that they are born human to a mother, like you were born and I was born, and then out of them comes some other entity like we see in movies, Predator or, mm-hmm. or Alien. No, 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 no. That's Hollywood. Hollywood makes these movies to make extraterrestrials as evil as they possibly can. For a reason. Okay. If we were declared a war against, we would have been all dead by now. ETs mean us no harm. Okay. They mean us love. Right. That's what they mean. They mean us love. Shapeshifting really is a term that it's a fake human. He appears in your perception as a mm-hmm. human being with like brown hair and nose and like a shirt. No, no. That's what you're perceiving because they have the technology to do that. Right. When he shows the true form, he is himself or she is herself right. shape-shifting slightly different than if a human like me or a human like david lauer who channels uh kalask an alpha draconian race kalask or a phenomenal a friend of mine a channeler uh, rob garthier who channels treb a fifth density hybrid human uh, hybrid reptilian human from capella uh, it, it, those those are real real beings it's just that when you have a connection with an extraterrestrial astral connections on craft experiences or okay. in person meeting you do get their energy they put some energy in you they enable your dna okay they they, they create more dna within you they re- they make you remember who you really are where you really came from before this incarnation okay and this is why you can absorb a lot of their energy you can utilize their telepathy you can utilize their mm, detecting of bullshit detecting real versus fake third density versus fourth density okay so two different things talking about you know being able to pick up on bullshit this and that and and i mean this question with all due respect is that you're a successful businessman in the background like you're established you're obviously an intelligent man Uh, i've done my research on you and yeah i mean you're the kind of dude that you'd want to sit down have a drink with, share some brain space with. Um, You're an eagle. That's what I want to call you. You're an eagle and you would be someone that someone would want to share a circle with. And then you start talking about some of these things, right? With just the average individual, I'd at least say in my circle, right? And they're thinking like, you, you had me at crop circles, right? And then you lost me at reptilians. What is it like going through life, speaking your truth, things that you know to be true and to be ridiculed or to be that person that someone might walk by on the street because they don't want to have a conversation with you because of your views. Like it must be some heck of a transition to be able to do what you do and be as confident as you are with your messaging. I don't give a shit. Right. That's what I hear. Makes (laughs) no difference to me. Right. I'm not a channeler. I channel fate authority race um i'm not a channel that really gives a shit i don't even have a youtube channel for you to subscribe to my channel to pay me at 20 dollars a month i mean i have businesses within canada made seven million dollars last year business is my passion travel is my passion right donate i mean my my business donates to 22 charities ontario based and it's on the website it's not like i'm making it up Mm -hmm. so this isn't about the money thing guys right i don't even care about the money i don't respect money i don't respect i don't i don't respect a lot of things Money is one. Pretentiousness is another. Materialism is another. Corruption and tyranny we see in the world today is another. Unfairness and injustice is another. I don't respect any of it. I think they're fucking parasites, whoever does, whoever does these things. 
They're psychopaths and parasites when it comes to using humans. I love humans. I'm a proud human. I, 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 in, a, in a heterosexual way, I love you. You know why I love you, Jason? Because you have some, you've done something that most people don't do. You're out there interviewing different people, having an open mind. You're not ignorant to information. You are putting yourself out there. You may look like a moron to some, but to me, you look like a hero, man. You've got a podcast that's free to join and anyone can get the information. And you're funny and you're lovely about it. Your energy speaks through your eyes. You don't think I can see your energy? You don't think authentic channelers, authentic extraterrestrial contactees can see your energy? My friend, we can see your energy through Skype or Zoom before we even get to know your name. That's how channeling works. So whoever thinks that channelers spiritual people whether you practice kundalini whether you practice yoga are weirdos okay that's cool great let's have a beer anyway we don't have mm. to agree if you're a republican or democrat liberal or conservative that's cool you like trump awesome great man awesome let's have a beer you like biden that's cool too let's go brandon do your thing man like whatever what hey whatever floats your boat i don't get into that stuff let's talk about what's real you want to talk about opening up chakras how it's going to help your organs you want to talk about right. how you can go to astral? I'll help you go to astral. You want to levitate over the pyramids tonight and the dream states? I can teach you how to do that, how to mm -hmm. open up your own pineal gland and, and different things, of course. Mm -hmm. So I'm not really concerned with private mindsets. Right. I really am not. I really, honestly, I, all due respect to them, I don't really give a shit. Is, and there's a lot of infiltration within the community today when it comes to spiritual community. You have all of these humans that have been completely hijacked and brainwashed by the artificial intelligence programs, off-planet programs, of course, that are, are appearing to be these galactic federations of light and Ashtar commands and so forth, where humans are looking for a savior. Why is it that humanity is always looking for a savior? What are we being saved from? The next rain tomorrow? Like what? Price increases? Come on, guys. We don't need a savior. This is your incarnation enjoy it it goes by fast you'll be 50 tomorrow and then you'll be 70 then you'll get a heart attack dude enjoy it ride that wheel ride the car till the wheels come off and that's my mindset mm -hmm. so whether you like me or not great man i no no beef with you you want to insult me that's great too man that's awesome because there's nothing you can do that's going to penetrate my own field of energy field of defense so i love what i do but with that sometimes in life you get that dice, you roll the dice, and you didn't roll it. Somebody else rolled it for you. Mm -hmm. Mine was an extraterrestrial contact, a being walked in through the wall in my bedroom, middle of a morning. And mm -hmm. I was scared shitless. But he telepathically said, hey, I'm not here to harm you. You wondered about us. We're real. Do you want us to give you the message? What's the message? And then they said, okay, well, this and this and that and that. Tell this to humans. I said, okay, no problem whatsoever. I'll do that with pleasure. Like yeah. it, take it. If not, take it too. No problem at all. Good luck to you. Now, I want to go back to what we were talking about early on, and I'm, I'm probably going to take this and splice it right back into the beginning, because we, yeah. were, talk, we were talking about Yeti, Sasquatch, things yes. of that nature. And I've always been curious, because people will look at, you know, monkeys, chimpanzees, orangutans, this and that, and they're so similar to us in look, behavior, DNA. Now, when we're talking about um, Sasquatch, how closely related are they to the human race or are they something completely different? No, they're, they're close, very, very close to us. Uh, DNA wise, you're, you're, you're asking DNA, very, very close to us. Okay. Um, nature, how they behave and do things extremely also uh, very, very close to us. Um, Sasquatch again is a native term. I'm going to give you a real history just so if anyone wants to fact check it. Uh, Sasquatch <laughs> is a, is a made of term. Humans made that term, right? Bigfoot completely made of term. Yeti made of term. Uh, massive gorilla or some some of something like that all the shit that's all made up terms everything proper, i said <laughs> well it's just that because that's what google wants you to read right that's what google wants you to read and store yeah. in your subconscious okay um sasquatch race themselves they are a real race that lives on earth they dislike interaction with humans for two things for one our energy is different so if you stood in front of one and they turned on their energy they shift their vibration to third density where you're going to be standing in a forest it would literally appear it would it would feel as if someone a martial art expert kicked you in your chest mm. it would bounce you back it would give you that shock you you know what i'm trying to say you would mm -hmm. feel that shock energy is way different right. sasquatch entities are four to six hundred pounds okay. I'm, I'm 225 pounds you can be the dorian yates and jay cutler and ronnie goldman of the world and Dexter Jackson mixed with Chris Cormier, all the IFBB top, top pros, you're not going to be able to handle their energy. Second thing is that they do not wish to create trauma. Every other extraterrestrial 
ever that stated, why don't you guys land here on the highway? Let us see who you are. Well, first of all, they're not going to land on the highway. The same reason you're not going to get out of your car on the highway to go mm-hmm. and observe an anthill. Okay. Right. So right. they're not going to do that to create you trauma. All right. They're not going to fuck up your trauma for the next 15 years for you to see psychologists. So Sasquatch Chase is very real. The real original name, just so you know, it's Sata Skate. That's mm. the name. They originated from a planet Electra in the Taurus constellation. They had a mix between DNA mix between um, that area and Ursa Major also, which is another area up in the sky or in the galaxy, I should say. But they did live a tremendous amount of years at the Lemuria. So Lemuria, Atlantis, very real. They, they did occur. Atlantis wasn't, didn't sink. They were shot, shot down in a way by a projectile. They came from reptilians that appeared to be a meteor. So these, these whole stories are very real. Mm-hmm. It's just that the Sasquatch race is very limited now on Earth. They don't live in a lot of areas. The video I shot on Sasquatch based on real experiences, really one was the one I interacted with was in 2020 in Sedona. Uh, through telepathy, we established our connection first in the astral and then telepathy. And they really instructed me to do that. They said, if you really want to meet us face to face, it's not going to be downtown anywhere. It's right. not going to be at some park, my friend. So they selected uh, several regions within the United States. And as a Canadian uh, who live in Niagara, Ontario region, I had to travel there. So I traveled last year to Sedona and then took a car to 35 minutes outside of Sedona, this secluded mountain by a resort named L- Lemurian Center of Sedona. There's a river there. And the reason why the contact needed to occur near a mountain and a river, because there's no military posts, there's no police stations, there's no drones, there's no antennas. It's safe for them to materialize and dematerialize. Mm. And because of the river, they, therefore density, just like elementals are, they are able to use river as portals to materialize and dematerialize. The first contact was at uh, Iseti Ranch in 2019, which is owned by a, a world's top guru a spiritual guru and a contactee named james gilliland i stayed with him there for about nine nine days eight days at his ranch and seventh day in we, we've had con- not me and him together but myself uh, on my own i've had contact with a sasquatch there yeah very benevolent race very peaceful and they say that the pictures that are out there on the internet none are real Okay, now I'm going to make sure that the links are in the description so people can check this stuff out. Your yeah, channel yeah, is going course. to be there as well. It's going to be awesome. There's some really, really great stuff on your channel. I love the way that it looks. The production is <laughs> badass. And he, he always wears a great shirt. You're going to love yeah. his wardrobe. I'm just trying to copy you. I'm just wearing trying to right copy now. you. Uh, <laughs> so, you, had some, you had some great guests also recently inside from David Icke. Uh, oh, thank you. really good shirts. So I said, yeah, I got to be like these guys. Right. You got to step up the game. Absolutely. Uh, so Gene Roddenberry, and then we have things like, you know, Chewbacca and the Star Wars series and all that kind of stuff. And aliens have been represented intergalactically for decades now. So these individuals, the Lucases and the, and the Roddenberries, are these people that you think actually had a little bit more knowledge about what they were doing? Or did they just sensationalize everything and just kind of take a stab at it? We'll kind of end on this. Well, let me ask you a question, my friend. Why do you think that all of these advanced Marvel movies, a lot of these futuristic movies we watch today in the theaters, how come they have all this advanced technology and all this advanced weaponry? Where do they get these ideas from? Right. Is yeah. it the Hollywood writers that are working, you know, nine to five writing scripts? How do, they, how do they know about portals? How do they know about pyramids on the moon? How do they know all this information? How do they understand extraterrestrial craft materializing and dematerializing? So... For those that don't know, the Pentagon itself, the Pentagon, has a division within the Pentagon, one particular division, like an office with employees in it, that only deals with approval or not approval of Hollywood scripts that has to do with United States government interaction with extraterrestrials or ships. Certain things you can disclose, certain things you cannot disclose. So I don't really watch a lot of Star Wars. That's all nonsense. But I'm not like what I'm saying is I'm not into those movies. Okay. But yeah, don't shit on Star Wars. You'll have yeah, no, no, no. I'm not into it. I've never really watched one. Um, Star Trek. Yeah. I watched a few here and there, but sure. I, I just, I'm not really into it. I'm not into the Marvel stuff. Yeah. But they have the information in the movies that some of us contactees will like text each other, be like, "Dude, did you see that? Yeah, wow. man, that's the same thing I saw on the Astral the other night." They're getting this information from somewhere. They're getting it from valuable sources. And, and again, it goes back to the Nobel Prize winners. How do 70 percent of Nobel Prize winners for invention? How do they get their ideas in the Astral? Who gave it to them? So these guys are also, I believe, getting a lot of different information as downloads, as insertions of memories in the astral, which is mm-hmm. not dream states. It's astral. It's a whole different thing as ideas. Then they go, okay. holy shit, imagine making this this way and doing this. Doing this. So this is where I think they're getting it from. Some is made up. 
some is very real. Okay, so I'm just going to throw out a couple of names before we close here. And I'm just going to take stabs of people that maybe I think have Please do. I got a few stabs to take. Them. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll just <laughs> say fake and just, channelers. Absolutely. You, you can just tell me if these people are like of this world, not of this world, but just kind of like snap answers. Okay. Tesla. Tesla was born 30 minutes away from my house where I was born in Yugoslavia. Okay. Genuine, real guy born to a father and a mother, stay home mom and a priest genuine guy he was a venetian incarnated from venus they gave him all the information in the early teens he just couldn't he couldn't understand it yet so they waited same thing with jesus christ or okay joseph tesla real uh jfk jfk assassinated by two professional snipers yeah and he was of this world there's he was was not a very normal human it's just that he you know he did not declare war on la cosa nostra italian mafia had nothing to do with that they weren't powerful enough to kill a president this was declared by the deep state. This was declared by the secret societies that one of the members of the deep state at the time sat on. There's different councils within Washington, D.C. Tremendous. I can't I won't I won't get into that information, okay. um, but okay. he was he was assassinated not okay. by the person that we're told, of course. OK, and Fauci. Fauci is a non-organic human. OK non-organic human uh the fauci you see today is not the original anthony fauci that was born in the united states yeah okay. Fauci today the, the fauci you see on cnn today right no that's a holographic projection okay that's, that's, that's wild stuff okay that's a whole that's not a real <laughs> dude organic human we have to talk again this is crazy first i'm gonna put my head back together and then i'm gonna send you a message and we can do round two so this is anthony from canadian awareness if people want to find you where do they go my friend I'm not big on the social media. Honestly, I do what I do just to help humanity to sort of be in touch with the similar minded individuals and to share our information, my information. But I have two, I have an Instagram Canadian awareness and I have a YouTube channel also Canadian awareness. Absolutely. Okay. And I'll make sure to, again, put those in the bio. They're fantastic. I hope that you check them out. Uh, He's a fantastic resource. And what I like about you the most uh, outside of the fact that you're just straight to the point and you just say it the way that you want to say it is that it comes from that place of love. And I'm all about that. I use the hashtag together a lot on my social media. <laughs> yeah. And I think that is a super important thing. That well, you whether, do the same. Yeah, the same. I, I try. I mean, brother. I've watched your videos and yeah. an acquaintance of mine, as you know, as, as, as mentioned mm-hmm. you, and this is mm-hmm. how you contacted me and we, we, you and I had a great chemistry and we can always sense that and see that before we even chatted here you do the same thing my friend maybe you don't realize it but your energy is absolutely powerful it's energetic you still have slight layers of fear resistances that are i call resistances mm-hmm. but once you open up that mind fully i mean you're just a brilliant man and i'm so grateful the fact that you even exist and you're in in my country so thank you yeah. for what you do thanks I, brother I literally applaud to you because you're doing yeah. this out of the heart you're not asking me anthony do you want to donate 300 bucks to my patreon Mm-hmm. You do this because of your heart. I mean, congratulations to you to be a super wonderful, beautiful human. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you very much. And I, and I think the same about you. And I hope that people take the time to subscribe to us both uh, to help us get the information out there, provide a platform of free speech and expression and thought, which is the most important thing. Just being able to share thought, taking the time to listen, and then do whatever you want with that information. So until next time, you take care, be well. And love simply because you can.